transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is, is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Simon Mangra. And I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your Thoughts Podcast. Hi, in today's episode, we'll be talking about emotions. The reason we decided to talk about emotions is because this is the thing that drives people the most. Um, I think it's been defined as, I can't remember who said it, but I have seen it defined as energy in motion. So, Suman, what's your thoughts on emotions? I absolutely love this topic. I think emotions is a massive part of everything that I do. And I think everything you do as well, Rose, and what we all do as humans, but especially in the field of personal development, mindset, law of attraction, when we talk about vibration and all of that wonderful, amazing stuff, especially the energy in motion. Now, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure as soon as you said it, the first person that came to my mind was, I think, Albert Einstein who talked about energy um, being in motion, eat motion. And uh, then other people have, of course, uh, spoke about it in a lot of videos. We've got people like Aaron Doughty, Jake Ducey. I've watched a lot of their videos over the years and they talk about this as well. And for me, the minute you've said that and the whole scientific mindset comes in, and especially Albert Einstein, we all think science, don't we? Um, a big massive realization for me was actually when I was learning about particles and molecules in school. So it takes me back a bit and it had nothing to do with emotions. It was just my understanding of particles and how particles move. So the whole, this is going to be a bit of a mini science lesson now for, for anyone listening. Uh, the whole, and, and uh, the whole gases, solids, liquids. Yeah, uh, and we talked about water as a good example. When it's a solid, it's ice. When it changes temperature, it becomes water, liquid. And then when you keep heating it up, the molecules get extra, you know, um, vibration and it becomes steam, which is a gas. Uh, when I understood this and, and the person who was doing the lesson at the time was talking about even this hard table that's in front of you right now has got high vibrating particles. It's actually not a solid table. Even us, we're not solid. We are molecules. So this was something I heard. As a teenager sitting in the classroom, when I didn't even know about Bob Proctor, secret, nothing. And at that point, I was like, wow, we're just vibrating beings. Wow, everything around us is just vibration. So, yeah, that was my first thought. And then even in that lesson, when we talked about different types of um, energy, I came across the concept of kinetic energy. And I was just like, well, what's this kinetic energy? And the person at the time, again, the teacher gave an example of a book that when it's Sitting on a shelf, it's stored energy, but when it falls off the shelf, there's a movement energy, which is kinetic energy. And it used, to, and me being the deep thinker that I've been from a young age, I go, even at that time, I just think, well, if we're energy when we're moving about and we're living beings, so when we die, are we just a changed form of energy? So I used to think about these types of concepts, but now when we go back to the emotional side of stuff. As I've learned and grown over the years of the different things I've come across, the books I've read, the seminars I've gone to, all of those wonderful things, definitely I've realised that these feelings we have are also vibrations. It's that whole energy in motion and the whole vibration. 
and the concept of if physical parts of us can be vibrating, but water can vibrate and become gas and you can't see it, air particles are particles moving. So these are just feeling particles that we can't see them, but they're movement of some sort and they move in different directions. So that's, uh, I guess, my little mini science lesson for you guys today. But <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's, that's given you, provoked any thoughts inside yourself that you want to kind of add to that. Yeah, that was, um, that was quite fascinating how you linked, you know, what you had learned in school about science and, you know, the whole energy thing um, with physical things then bring that into emotion, which is, you would say, a spiritual thing. It's all connected. Yeah, and it was, it, it was the way you had done that was like, okay. And then when you talked about um, kinetic, en kinetic energy, and saying that something stored energy and it's not moving and then something is is then you take it away and it's actually emotion and i said with me saying about emotions are energy emotion so when you said all of that and you think about the um we go to the emotions that people have you know the feeling of joy the feeling of fear so or, or the feeling of anger how would how would you look at that in relation to what you've said? Because that's quite, you know, um, that's quite deep. That's what I can say. I mean, that's just kind of blown me away because it's just taken me in a different, it's taken my mind in a whole different concept of even the energetic process of what our feelings are. Mm -hmm. And um, I suppose for people listening, when I'm saying that and, and what's coming up for me is that when we feel anger, it is move. It moves. If you think about it, it moves around your body. You know, you feel yeah. it in your stomach, and then some people can feel it in their heads. And you yeah. can hear people say how they feel like they're boiling with anger. And mm -hmm. then on the opposite side of something more positive, people mm -hmm. do that with love. And obviously, what you've said makes sense. And then sometimes it's stagnant because there's no feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that emotion is is there, but you're not feeling it because it's just sat there a bit like the book on the shelf so yeah that's that's where that whole thing had taken me it's just taken me in a totally different direction than the, what I even was thinking yeah what I wanted to just say to that is I think it's just exactly as you've just said uh, the different types of emotions have different movements in them within them as emotions and as you said that the vision came in my head of people even when we think of physical movement so when we're just sitting down, when we're lying down, when we're sleeping, it's a different type. That's like the whole sitting on the shelf. But then you've got the whole, when you might be going for a walk, you're going for a run, you might be doing some workout, physical exercise, powerlifting, lifting heavy boxes, swimming, shopping in. All those things take different muscles and different types of energy and different speeds. And it affects our body in different ways. And I feel like with emotions, it's practically the same thing, but in the non-physical form. So sometimes it will just be the dormant energy. Sometimes it will be a bit more fast paced and it is connected. And again, this feels very sciencey now, but it is very connected to the way our hormones are and our chemicals in our body. So the way when we think about things, because you know how we start off with what you think is what you feel is what you do. So our thinking creates these feelings and the feelings are linked to these chemicals that get created. And like they talk about different things such as serotonin, 
you know, uh, dopamine. I don't want to go into too much on the science side of these things. Yeah. Uh, but like the the stress hormone they call cortisol. So, for example, now when we get stressed out and then cortisol rises in our body, and that might make other things happen physically in our body to link to the stressed feeling. So we have the feeling, but how do we know the feeling? Is through the different sensations of our body. So that would be our heart might start racing a bit more, and we get a bit short breath, uh, or we get a tight knot in our stomach or our throat, and that's because our vessels are tightening up or something. So it's all linked to the physical, um, just so we get that expression of what's going on in the spiritual part, or you know whatever anybody wants to call it. The other thing I just want to touch on as I'm talking about this whilst it's in my mind. Um, a lot of work I've done recently is around Abraham Hicks concept with Esther and Jerry Hicks, which you know both of us have spoke about in previous episodes. And uh, the main book I've been reading at the moment is Ask and It Is Given. And through that book, they talk about this concept of, of vibrational beings. And we perceive the world through our sensations, whether that's sight, smell, touch. You know, we've got our five senses, but we also have the feelings as part of these sensations that we feel and that's how we interpret the world and how that's how we interpret ourselves so i feel like this emotional thing and they talk about our emotional guidance system that the way we feel is actually our little inner gps which tracks the way that we're gonna should be going or are we on the right track or not so you know it's something we talked about in a previous episode around uh, i believe it was the boundaries episode when we talk about when something doesn't feel right, it's our spirit talking to us and telling us something needs to shift or change or evolve. So I feel like this is where emotions take a big part in this whole journey of how we can start, I guess, mastering ourselves. When we master our emotions and master how they formed and don't let them just run wild on autopilot below naughty children. <laughs> Let's get them a bit of control, get them a bit of structure. We can actually get a lot more out of them so we can get a lot more out of ourselves yeah 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 it's um you said a lot of things there but the thing that came out to me with regards to all of this is to also just let everybody know we're talking about emotions and that is our feelings because some people will say yeah emotion, but what is emotion yeah we say mm -hmm. en energy in movement but what is that energy and yeah. you actually said that it is our feelings and that's what what that that is the sensations that come into our body and that that's the physical side of it the emotion is the energy which is the spiritual and then the physical side is the feelings that and sensations we have through our body the other thing that came into my mind when you said about the spirit well spirit is what is first and physical is second yeah. and because of that we sometimes don't understand how to um, deal with these emotions because sometimes they just take us over we could hear them um, um, a, a a song we could see a person somebody could say something and then we it triggers these memories that we have yeah and then it, it kicks in those vibrations those feelings in our body and the other thing that came up with what you said when you talked about the sensations the not in your stomach and so forth and the thing is that they whether it's positive or negative it's a lot of the time is the same feeling think about it if i get really excited i have a knot in my stomach and my hands get clammy if I'm, and if i get really angry 
I have a knot in my stomach and my hands are clammy. <laughs> so it's it's amazing that the trigger tends to be the same. And this that. is where really and this point. is where Yeah, and this is where I I say to my clients, you can spin that negative because that feeling that you had of anger could is the same as having you know, because people will say, oh, well, I feel like this. And, and then they don't realise it's the same feeling that you have when you're in the opposite side, if you're in the positive side. You don't really link it until, unless you become aware. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and as our normal feel is, um, our normal theme is in our, in our podcast is that awareness is key. So it's that awareness and understanding that. So, um, yeah, they, they were my thoughts on what you said. They're the things that can't kind of triggered. Yeah, and I guess this is the whole point about the whole mind, your emotions. We want to become, like, mindful of our emotions and aware of them. And I guess even in the whole mind, your series that we've got going here, it is about that mindfulness is linked to that awareness. Because when you're mindful, you're aware of something and you're being mindful around it. So being mindful of our emotions and um, I guess in this phase it's about in that interpretation because like you said spirit is first and sometimes when the physical comes in a physical doesn't know how to interpret that emotion or what to do with it or which way to direct it or even not understand that it can be controlled i have heard so many times and i myself used to do this a previous version of me used to do this a lot i can't help how i feel and then i changed that narrative i'm like actually i can help how i feel and i will help how i feel and that really mm -hmm. has made a massive difference in my life as well as with the clients I work with when I make them shift this. What I loved what you said about how you work with your clients is that reframing it. You know, we give things labels and then we yes. reframe it and we give it a whole new label. Then it changes the whole meaning of it. And that's what changes the whole feeling. And then the whole our theme about what we think is what you feel was what you do. This yes. is how we change how we think about things and we change how we feel about it. When we've reframed all of that side of it, guess what? What you do will be totally different. The other thing that came in, up for me in that example that you gave about the not in the stomach, an equal one is like the butterflies that people get. So you get butterflies when you're nervous, but you get butterflies when you're excited. And it's something that I've used with confidence building with clients as well, and especially like public speaking, that, oh my God, when I go on stage, I feel really nervous and my, my heart's fluttering and my butterflies in my stomach and I'm getting a bit sweaty, but it's like, Actually, is it nervous or could you just say that oh, you being excited about it? Because if you're excited about being on stage and you're excited about sharing what you're about to share, you're going to feel a bit jittery, you're going to feel like palpitations, but you're going to be excited. And once you label it as excitement, you're a bit more towards experience. Like there's this whole pull and push thing that we have going in our side mm -hmm. selves, where uh, a push is it pushes you away from wanting to do something, whereas a towards is it, it gears you, pulling you towards doing it. And so mm -hmm. The nervousness will push you away from wanting to speak on stage. But if you just call it excitement, you'll feel like a bit more of a towards pull to want to do that thing. So this is how we reframe and interpret in a better positive way what, what's going on with us physically to understand what the spirit is trying to tell us. And uh, that's how I feel um, I've been doing for myself over the years and what I try to encourage people around me to do. Yeah, um, I, I love that. And um, you reminded me something that um, I, I realised and what I do with my clients as well is we have a choice how we feel. And yeah. so that's what I, I would say, well, how do I choose to be today? 
So do mm -hmm. I choose to do I choose to be happy? Do I choose to be excited as opposed to being, you know, confused or, you know, sad or something like that? Choose. And I speak with my clients about that. So I said, well, how do you choose to be, to present yourself in the world today? Do you know, do you choose to present? Yeah. And that's what, that's what I, I, I say to them because sometimes we, we have, feelings i mean this is quite funny this is because i uh, at the time of recording i actually had a client today that i was speaking with about how they dis deal with their emotions how they deal with their emotions on a daily basis and the person he's he's very reflective so one of the things i said to him is to question your emotions so if you if you feel sad to question why you feel sad because one of the things about emotions is that why we tend to feel sad frustration or anger is not it's not actually to do with the present moment it's actually to do with something in our past and it's a memory so i said to him to manage that when those emotions come up to question that emotion and sometimes we can't question that emotion. You know, one of the things I, I've said in previous uh, podcasts is that journaling is a really good for you to help you get aware and also to deal with different things. You know, if you're having challenges with relationships, with various other things to journal. But what if you're in a place where you cannot journal like that? And I said, well, there you could do, you could go internal meditation and say, so why, and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Because usually you'll find your body shifts and you'll get the answer. Because we know the answer within ourselves. This is where we're tapping into to our spiritual self. What you talked about that Esther and Jerry Hicks, well, obviously not Jerry so much, but Esther Hicks speaks about and Abraham. That's what they speak about. And that's, that's that internal GPS. But we have to realise that we can actually speak to that. And also because of speaking to it, speaking to it and questioning it, we can also choose how we want to feel and what emotions that we want to bring forward throughout our day. Yeah. So um, that's the way that's the way I think is a good way of dealing with those emotions that anyone cannot deal with. You know, we've said someone said, well, I always feel sad. And again, that's a claiming of that that particular way. So if you always feel sad, remember one of the things I speak about as well is the law of polarity. So where you're feeling sad, there is the equal and opposite feeling of happiness and joy. So we can focus on the sadness, but we can also then flip it like a coin and decide to focus on the other side of the coin. Mm. So first of all, wow, <laughs> like everything I'm just taking in right now. And so many different points i'm like there's something to say about this there's something to say about that there's something to say about that a uh, couple of points i'm going to draw on so first of all this whole like um when you're talking about question the emotions for me that's also another form of exploring your emotions and when you explore them by questioning them it's about peeling those layers back to get to that and like you said the answers within us so i feel like when you're peeling back those layers that hidden inner answer within us then comes up to the surface. A couple of other things I just want to add here. So again, this is drawing from the whole Abraham Hicks theme as well. 
Um, I've got it written here on a post-it note right next to me. What's the best feeling thought that I can find right now? That even when something difficult has happened or dodgy is going on, you can ask yourself this question. What's the best feeling thought I can have right now? So maybe it might not be that I can be joyous or absolutely feeling so excited because something bad's happened. But you could think, look, instead of feeling bad, I could feel grateful. Like an example I'll give is when there was a time when my uh, brother-in-law's car got stolen, even though they did find it a few days later somehow. Um, at the time, they were all like, oh, my God, the first feelings that they've got is oh, this is a big expense. Now there's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be speaking to the police, drawing up a complaint or case or whatever it is. And all this like this headache period that they'd have to go through before they have another car and they've got four kids they need to get them to school all of these things came up for them the first thing i said is look be grateful this has happened whilst you lot were sleeping and not whilst you were in the car be grateful that it's not that the car's got wrecked or you totaled in an accident so what is the best feeling thought you can have you can still be sometimes grateful even when something bad happened look at where can maybe a bit of gratitude be or maybe it's that you don't have to feel so angry about something you could just feel disappointed about it it's still a better feeling thought than being angry so i don't know if you want to go into this today at all but there is this whole emotional vibrational scale that is available if you actually search it and it shows that like all those happy positive feelings are at the top and then of course those angry resentment fearful feelings of doubt and everything up at the bottom and it's like a spiral shape so um, just before we go into that, the other thing I did want to say was where your energy, where your focus goes, your energy flows and grows or where your energy goes, that's where your focus goes. So when we talk about emotions being energy in motion, just keep that in mind. If that's where our focus is going to go and that's what's going to grow, we, if we can navigate this better, we can make it grow in a better place. And I feel like this is where it's linked to when people can get quite depressed because they've kept focusing on the, that negative emotion, the sad emotions, it's just escalated because that's growing, as in where the energy has flowed. So, yeah, maybe just a bit on the vibrational scale and your uh, input on that or your understanding and what you'd like to share about that. Um, my understanding of that, I haven't done as much work on that with, um, because I know Esther Hicks does a lot of work on that and I can't remember the, the, the order they're going, but they would say like having, um, going from say blame to a different emotion, although it's at lower, it's still higher than that lower vibration. I do remember stuff like that. And I, I do know that. And I, I can't, as I say, I can't remember what order they're in. So if you've gone from anger to frustration, I think frustration was obviously higher up the scale, but I, as I said, I can't remember the scaling of that off the top, off the top of I'm my head. I'm just the scale up actually now for both of us. Mm, yeah, but both. one of the things I would say is that you're so right because emotions are amplifiers. They amplify the situation that we're in at the time. Yeah. So if you are if you are keeping those emotions negative and you are, say you are, as you said, um, as Suman said, if you're depressed and you because you've been worrying about a particular situation and you keep worrying about that, what that will do is take you down the scale because mm -hmm. you've kept worrying and worrying and worrying. And so it gets that energy begin, becomes amplified. It becomes louder and louder in that direction. It's the same as if you say, 
you're in a place of joy, what will happen is that you will get more joy and that will be amplified. And this is what this scale is telling you. But you can move from, I know you can move from the bottom scales of things. And I think, yeah, it says fear, fear, grief and depression. The next level up is guilt and unworthiness. Now, someone will say, well, moving from that to that doesn't sound any better. But you're moving out of the fear and now you may feel unworthy, but you would have probably been questioning that. And that's the reason why we're where we spoke about actually questioning that. So I'm, I'm not fearful now, but you, the reason you were fearful is because you felt unworthy and you've moved up that scale and recognize. And that's a recognition. That's what I would say of where you are on that scale. And that's why it doesn't seem, it may seem that, well, that's still low down and I don't want to feel unworthy, but it's a scale up from fear because now you've worked out why you're fearful. And I think that's what this scale, this scale tells you, where am I as well? And I think that's what your emotions tell you. Your emotions tell you, where am I? Where am I going? It's like, it's like if you have a feeling of you're going somewhere and you go, I shouldn't be going there. It, 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 that, that's where that GPS phone comes in and that's how your emotions work in the same way. Just to help our listeners here, so if you do go online and look for it, the visual of this is a lot easier to understand when you see the visual yeah. because there's some uh, really good colours as well. Uh, you'll find different versions of it, but loosely speaking, there's a version which is a coil form and the coil form actually, if it's all joined together, is actually like a bit like an hourglass shape. So you've got all the amazing feelings at the top, then you've got it whittling down, going narrower towards contentment, and then that's linked to boredom, and then, then it goes downward scale, so then it goes in like a cone shape where it's wider at the bottom, where fear is right at the bottom. So there's 22 layers here. I am going to quickly read through the both sides of them, and the way they've been described in two parts is upward spiral and the downward spiral. So let's just go through the downward spiral first. So at the bottom, we've got fear, grief, depression, powerlessness, victim mentality. Level up from that, as Rose has just mentioned, we've got insecurity, guilt, unworthiness. Then it goes to jealousy, hatred and rage, revenge, anger. So all these feelings are not necessarily amazingly better than the other ones, but they are leveled up and it moves you upwards. You go towards discouragement, blame, worry, doubt. Then from doubt, you can start getting a little bit lighter to disappointment. You just feel a bit overwhelmed. You're just a bit frustrated or impatient. You may be a bit pessimistic. Uh, then you might be a bit bored and you just feel a bit flat. So that's all the way the downward spiral from the bottom to the top. Now, going from the bottom to the top, then of the upward spiral where the boredom meets the bottom of the upward spiral is where the boredom becomes contentment. So again, it's a bit of a flat feeling, but it's where you're actually not feeling bad. You're just feeling neutral. And then it starts building up to hopefulness, being a bit more optimistic rather than pessimistic. Then you have positive expectations, positive beliefs. Then you start becoming enthusiastic. Then there's passion. And right at the top, it's joy, knowledge, empowerment, freedom, love, appreciation. So that's just the scale to give you guys an idea. And Sometimes, like if you're right in the depth of depression, powerlessness, fear, to jump straight to joy, empowerment, freedom might be a massive leap. But if you can just leap at, at least to go towards worry or doubt rather than being so much fear stricken, you still are moving forward. And when you can understand these concepts, 
you can start shifting the, the dialogue of your emotions slowly but surely. And sometimes it is just taking one step at a time and taking one day at a time. Sometimes it's not an overnight thing, with it, which is just an on and off switch. So I just wanted to put that out there so nobody feels like you need to jump emotions. If you've got the ability to, great. But if you don't, don't beat yourself up over it because that will definitely just make you, I guess, go further down the spiral, which is not what we would want for anybody. That's that's true. I um I second everything you've said um about the jumping. The thing is that like um becoming emotionally savvy is an incremental um an incremental it's done in incremental stages. You know, a person who is in what they class as the downward spiral is not gonna jump from from fear straight up to the top unless they unless they already understand that whole process and they may go into fear um you know for a little while because everybody goes into fear for a little while and obviously being having that knowledge you would then say i'm in fear and you would have all those skills we've talked about being able to question it and having that awareness understanding yourself thinking well you know why am i feeling that way um speaking to it exploring it you would be able to do that and you would then be able to jump across yeah because you're already aware of all the levels and you say well i don't need to go through all of them because i'm already aware of that but if you're not to move from one level to the other and the thing is that i would say as well you may not just move from one level, even if you're in the downward spiral, because you could get to the point where you find that, yes, you jump to feeling the insecurity and the guilt, but realize then that I'm now angry. So you've actually mixed out a few things in between, which is the jealousy, the revenge. You may not go through that. You may go straight to the anger. And then from there, you may actually come from the anger and go straight to disappointment. We're not saying you will go to each of the levels because sometimes you'll feel angry and then you'll actually think, actually, I'm disappointed in that person, myself, that situation, whatever. And that's where you think you actually go up the scale. And then you may find yourself actually thinking, yeah, I may be disappointed about this situation, but actually... I can deal with this and this is where the hopefulness and now you're actually in the up spiral and you've actually not gone through you know there's 21 of these you've not gone through 21 you've probably gone through four or five yeah. so yeah. that's something that i think is quite yeah. important for everyone to know yeah awesome yeah uh there was something else that you said before and there's a couple of other points i just want to make before we summarize um mm -hmm. our overall episode so something that I speak about quite in great depth with another lady that I work with on Instagram quite a bit, her name's Enchantress. I mentioned her name on our podcast before. Uh, something that she said in one of her lives, which was amazing, and I had to write this one down as well, about sometimes there's some feelings we need to heal. Um, and mm. it says, get into the heel of your feel, is one of her sayings. And also feel, um, feel your feel so that you can heal feel it because sometimes we run away from our emotions we don't want to feel fearful we don't want to feel like if it's bringing anxiety in us or worry so we, we sometimes try and avoid those feelings and we run away from it so there's this whole like action
completely face it and embrace it. That's just something mm-hmm. I'm coming up with now. There you go. When we go into the rhyming mode. If you face that feeling and you embrace it and actually like imagine it being like a person. This is a technique I've used with some people in the past as well with clients. If you embrace it and think if it was a child in front of me and there were this emotion in a person form, actually just let them in, give them a hug and then release them. It's easier to release those emotions once you actually do face them and feel them. Um, but where I think the thin line is where people can get a bit lost or confused or on the wrong track is where you're feeling it excessively and you're not releasing it and then it becomes part of your wiring. So there was something interesting you said earlier about it's not actually the emotion, it's linked to a past memory. And sometimes you're just reliving and it layers up the feeling like so something happened once upon a time and somebody might have broke the trust so that annoyed you. Then somebody else does it. You're annoyed twice as much, but you don't realise it's because the memory of somebody else doing it is what fired up inside you in your wiring. So yeah, there's this again, that's a whole new kind of worm because I want to necessarily go into right now. We'll probably be in a future episode around wiring and how wiring is connected to all of this. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I guess I was just wanted to ask you, Rose. Here, uh, is there anything that you want to add to that about how people can? Well, I, I guess it is linked to the whole awareness piece that we talk about. But mm-hmm. maybe is there any suggestion about how somebody can get a bit more aware or understand this? concept of that it's past emotion sometimes not necessarily right here right now maybe there's been an example with one of your clients well well even i I can even i can think of um, examples with my clients and with myself where someone has said something and it's actually i'm hearing the voice of the person who originally said it wow so that's quite So, and I've heard my clients have said the same thing where they've they've heard something and they've got upset with the current person, but it wasn't them they were upset with, it was the original person who had said the thing. Or we deal with things emotionally based on something that's had in the past, but we deal with it in that way because that was, you know, sometimes we sometimes with emotions the reason we still deal with things in a certain way is because that was a coping mechanism back way back back in the past and it was appropriate then but because we've now moved we're 10 years older 20 years older that's right it's not appropriate now to deal have that emotion and that's where people get down into the depression because they don't know how to deal with it any other way because it's habitual now Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like from that as well, it's where a person gets a trigger. So something somebody that's else right. has done is now triggering them from something that's from before. And I think that's linked to the heal, that feel. Because that's that right. that before, it's yeah. not been dealt with or resolved or healed. So it's flared up again. Right. The only reason it's flaring up again is, again, it's this going back to what we said at the start, interpret that, interpret what the spirit's telling you. So there's, it's just letting you know there's something there that still needs to be kind of resolved or cleansed or detoxed, maybe mm-hmm. even. Um, one other thing I'm going to throw in the mix now, and again, it's a massive topic and for another day, but something I've recently experienced myself is an understanding where some emotions I feel as an empath, they're not my own. They're other people's yeah. feelings that I've drawn up or soaked up like a sponge. And I'm like, whoa, it was such a penny drop moment for me when I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling so upset right now, but it's not me that's upset. I'm feeling someone else's hurt. So... I guess without going into it too much, have you also experienced that before, Rose? 
yeah if you are what they call it um it's some do you know a what sensitive um, person hsp that's right that's right that's what i was going to say um if you are highly sensitive that will happen because you you, you, you know, we, we talked about this. We, we're talking about emotions. Emotions is energy. Energy is vibration. We are vib um, vibratory beings. So we can, if you think about the example I give, if you think of somebody and then they phone you, that's the reason why we can pick up other people's emotion. And if we're quite sensitive to that and we're very in tune to um, other people's emotions and that energy you will be able to draw that to you obviously that, that this is a whole different uh, podcast where yeah. you could protect yourself from other people's energy but if if you think about it you could go into a room and you can pick up the energy or you can go into a room and you know people have had an argument nothing to do with you but you just know yeah. you pick up that and there's no sign of the argument at that time that's right but you, you, you pick that that, yeah. And that's what that um, that saying means, read the room. It yeah. doesn't mean read it like you, it, it's a spiritual thing. It's a yeah. vibratory thing. And it's that's where vibe. that comes yeah. from. So you can pick up that person's emotion. I mean, you've seen people. I don't know if this is. I've been um, in, in shopping and I've seen somebody and then maybe we've been walking past and I've said to them, are you all right? Because I've picked up that there was something wrong. Mm -hmm. And then they've said no something and then obviously we've had the conversation and it probably got resolved because they needed some assistance in the shop or something but I've picked up on that so yeah we, we can do that and this is where the whole energy and motion comes in because that's how we can pick up other people's feelings because yeah. of that because we are all connected even though you know we, we try to say that we're not but we are connected because of this energy because of this vibration and that is what basically emotions are and our feelings are. But they are, I would say, the positive thing. And for me, how I would sort of summarise this, you know, this podcast is that the one thing I would say, we've talked about a lot of things to do with um, emotions. But I would say that the, the things that I've drawn out from this podcast is to acknowledge your feelings, those emotions. If somebody has you know, feeling in the worst place. The thing is that, yes, it's very hard to acknowledge it because you're thinking, I don't want to feel it. But that's the first stage of of anything. You have to acknowledge it to be able to, to solve it. So acknowledge your feelings. Don't ignore them. Acknowledge them. And then the next stage would be for you to then accept those feelings. And I don't mean that accept them and stay there. It's just accept that you've been having them for whatever reason. Yeah, I think that this is what it is at the moment, but it doesn't have to at stay. At the moment. It's not yeah. going to be here forever. It's just accepting where you are. And then the last stage would be to let go. But you can only get that to that point of letting go when you've gone through the other. You hear a lot of people say, well, oh, just, just get over it. It doesn't work like that. And that is not a good way to advise anybody because they have to get to the point that they can acknowledge how they're feeling first to then be able to accept it yeah i feel like that's linked to being truthful with yourself just be honest with yourself if not anyone else get honest with yeah. yourself it's your own personal inner journey once you can 
and like I said in that nutshell face it and embrace it I feel like is what you've explained here in a lovely yeah. way um once you do acknowledge it which is the facing it and then embrace it and then the letting go part then you can release it then that will that is where you can shift up this vibrational scale and if you wish to follow this scale it's a good like uh I think it's just a good reference point and a checkpoint to be like okay if I, if I want to manage this better maybe this is one way to start managing those emotions in a more positive way so yeah it's been an amazing episode so much wonderful content as always uh, I've enjoyed it and I can see from Rose's face yeah she's enjoyed it and I really hope <laughs> our listeners you guys have enjoyed this too we'd love to hear from yourselves as always our email is mavenbody at gmail.com, M-A-V-E-N-B-O-D-D-I-E at gmail.com. Please do get in touch and let us know how you're finding our podcast. And also, is there any other topics you would be interested in hearing more about? We'd love to hear from you. And on that note, we will take it from there and hope you all have an amazing rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And we will see you again in our next episode. Thank you for listening to us today. Next time you feel distraught, remember to mind your thoughts.